Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 207 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going? I, I'm, I, ha- I have to like get it all in in the beginning. You have, you have to just get this out there now. I'm just, no, I'm just no, I'm just so exhausted today. So like there was swim regionals happened. Okay. And, you know, mm-hmm. my dog, like she was barking at 4 a.m. Because sometimes that happens. And normally I'll just be like, whatever, I don't care. But I felt like because my son was swimming, he had to leave at six. I had to get up. So I got up at four. And then I'm like, well, we got to start like making him breakfast. And he's driving somebody got to make them breakfast. You got to get his snack bag ready. You got to get his water. I had so much to do this morning from four to six. Like I'm just absolutely spent. And I didn't do anything today. I, I was trying to tell my wife, I was like, I feel like if I can just vacuum the game room and the loft like today, like that will be a win. And and I couldn't even accomplish that. I just couldn't even do it, man. I thought you were just about to go on a rant about the hats, but <laughs> no, no, no. That's I'm saving that for next week, man. Yeah, saving saving that for next week. next week. But it, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was just such a such an exhausting day. So like I'm I'm barely here. But the one thing I did want to kind of mention from last episode that I kind of forgot about is one of the main things about putting all your pictures somewhere is the ability to kind of have a screensaver with them. So, I mean, I'm in the, Mm. I'm kind of in this like weird, you know, fire cube situation, right? Cause I'm a big fire cube fan these days because just the ability to, you know, plug in an ethernet is the total win for me. So we switched over to fire cubes for most of them and then fire sticks for other things. But I will say that from a Disney standpoint, I'm not a big print out your Disney pictures, right? And even if you do, there's like, I feel it's kind of like if your kid's 19 and you have a you know picture of them in Disney at two, like that's cool, but it makes things <clears throat> seem a little dated. I don't know. That's just me, right? Yeah, I can see that. But yeah. I like the ability to randomly see them you know, on your screensaver. I think that's one of the the big things about having everything up there. Cause you can, again, I have 300 and I don't know, 90,000 pictures, maybe even 400,000 and something at this point. I don't even remember, but the randomization of 400,000 pictures is like such a win. Like it really is, especially like when Disney pictures pop up and you're like, Oh yeah. Remember that trip. And Oh yeah. Remember that. It's just kind of a nice thing. So I, I think that's one of the things in the ecosystem that you can't, you know, negate because it definitely plays a big difference for me and having my pictures, um, you know, somewhere stuck versus seeing them on Amazon photos or, you know, Google as well. Well, which is, which is actually why I keep all my photos in Google photos. Cause I have Google home hubs, which, you know, are the, the smart, mm-hmm. the smart things with the screens. And so I just have yeah. a, a rotating, like it just, you know, I selected whatever albums and it just has a rotating thing of all my pictures on. And I have three of them. I have three of them throughout the house. So they like, it's just a rotating slideshow of pictures all the time. So yeah, yeah. I, I do it. I do the same thing. I just do it with Google stuff. So yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely a, a big win. And then for, for all the swimming people. So again, we're at North Carolina swimming for regionals, not even at States yet swimming here in this state is kind of like 
football is in Texas in terms of just quality of athletes in a sport for all the swim people, it literally was taking futures cuts in the regions to even make States this year, which is like unreal, unreal. So it was a, it was a very interesting meet, but uh, it was a good meet. And um, yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody post in the group that they were at a meet in in Charlotte, which, you know. So, yeah. So that is the, so for swimming, you have your conferences and then regionals, which just splits the state up into three parts, right? They were in Greensboro. They were in Charlotte and they were in Cary. So East, Central, West. And those are broken down by the size of schools, right? So there's no 6A here like there is in Texas um, because the schools aren't that big. But, you know, our highest is 4A. So, yes, those meets were all going on this morning. um, Very early. (laughs) Very early. Uh, So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So who, who, somebody in the group was at the Charlotte meet? Yeah, somebody posted in the group. I I don't know. I just you know randomly saw it i I don't know who it was though but i'll have to go look because interestingly enough if they were if their kid made states then that would be i'd be able to see them which i think is next friday yeah i don't know maybe maybe Hmm. now that i now that i have the hats you know you need to make a trip down to charlotte and oh (laughs) i'm gonna send them to you but but they spelled my name wrong oh my goodness oh yeah that's yeah i I did see that i did see that are you offended by this or like are you bothered by (laughs) i'm a i'm a i mean i'm a a teeny bit offended but i'm gonna reply to the post now what was that one review that they said your name wrong and we were joking about it for a while ramen that's right yeah 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 Yeah, i couldn't remember <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well. Oh, good. I was just looking at reviews too. So, all right. Well, and uh, so by the way, everybody, we are going to have. Uh, you know, hopefully, we're going to have Derek uh, from uh, DVC Resale Market on next week. Uh, on next week's show, I, I don't. Let's not confirm yet, but sometime in the next few weeks here, we are going to have Derek on, and we are going to, uh, you know, of course, roast him for the for the hat situation. Well, at least Damon is going to. So. <laughs> I mean, but Damon's on on mute right now. I thought Damon would say something, but <laughs> no, Damon's replying to this post now, so I can't. <laughs> All right. Well, well, then why don't we start going with listener questions while Damon uh, replies? Well, Damon replies yeah. to the post, and then we can come back to the uh, to the hat drama. <laughs> the hat drama, yeah. yes, of course. Uh, so, do you want to read this one, Trevor? Sure. Um, so, Susie says uh, we arrived the second of April at Bay Lake Tower for a week. Uh, from Britain, second week is Saras- Sar- uh, SSR, Saratoga Springs Resort. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know. You want to say Sarasota. Saras- I know. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saratoga. Um, if it was you, how would you – or when would you book your, your Magic Kingdom days for? Bearing in mind that Tron opens the 4th of April and Happily Ever After returns on the 3rd. Would you attempt – Either one of those days. <laughs> yeah. W- would you attempt to get in for <laughs> Tron or put it off another day? Obviously, we booked Bay Lake Tower to do Magic Kingdom in our first week and can't really change that. What strategy would you suggest? Okay, so um, speaking specifically about those two things, Happily Ever After and Tron, um, I would not be planning to be in Magic Kingdom for either of those days because they will be overly packed with people trying to... It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, it'll be people trying to get first on the ride and and it'll be full of um, people recording stuff. Right. Like it, it'll, that's true. Too. It'll vloggers be, yeah. are going to be everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, don't, you know, you know, vloggers most of the time are very respectful, but like for these events, it seems like there is an excessive amount and not all of them are necessarily, um, 
the nicest people. I, I've definitely seen some vloggers that can get rude in in certain situations. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, you know, bearing that in mind, I personally would avoid, you know, just because it is exceptionally busy those days, I would not do my Magic Kingdom days for the third or the fourth. I would, um, I would actually go to Epcot for those two days because, you know, if you're still staying at Bay Lake Tower, you can get on the, uh, you know, get on the monorail, go over there. Like it's still easy, quick access. Um, but yeah. then I would wait like you... Yeah, I, I wouldn't even go. I would say, you know, you know, if you're planning to see Happily Ever After on the fourth, maybe, but Tron is still opening on the fourth, so Magic Kingdom as a whole is going to be crazy anyway. So I wouldn't yeah, actually I mean, do anything till the fifth. If yeah, like if you want to see both of those things, right? Like if you want to do both of those things, then do it after those two days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still going to be crazy yeah. on the fifth, right, or any other day that week but not going to be as crazy as on the day, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you just you, you get all the yeah. the like press and media people out of the way, right? Like it's yeah. that's kind yeah. of to me that that's the big They might thing. have a press preview though. They might have like a press day that's before. They will, they open, but though, yeah, you know? they yeah, they're not going to it's not going to be the opening day that press is there, but you'll you'll get a lot of the smaller non-press Less bloggers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to have them, just not the, not the big people. But, you know, from a vlogger standpoint, a person is a person is a person. You know, a person with a camera, right? Because it's not like vloggers are coming in with a team. No. So no. it's going to be the same thing. It doesn't matter how many subscribers they have. It's still a person filming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, well, I'm just – I mean, good. I'm just thinking more about, like, you know, that, you know, some of those people, like, to be fair, you know, a lot of people are oblivious to their surroundings, but it seems like when people yeah. are recording, they're like, you know, they're talking to the camera and you don't want to be stuck behind that person. You don't want to be trying to like, like when there's I a lot really don't want to be on film with some vlogger with, you know, 10 subscribers, to be honest with you. Yeah. You just don't want to be randomly in the background of somebody. Not, not you know. particularly. No. Yeah, I mean, if that's, if that's yeah, that, that could, that's a fair, uh, Fair reason not to as well. So yeah, you know, to me, there's a lot of reasons to just avoid those two days. Like I, I would never go for opening days just for those reasons. And yeah, I would, I would be planning the, to be in Magic the, Kingdom on the fifth. But I will tell you, there is something a little magical about yeah. being there on the first day. Also, mm-hmm. it just hits a little different because it's the first day. I mean, that's again, there's just this feeling. So you have to weigh that out. You know sort of person that you are but it is kind of cool like i said i've been to both harry potter openings on opening weekend so pretty much opening day and it's kind of neat right like it's a little different it just got a little different feel for it right that's all you know it's interesting like in the old days like pre-virtual queue it almost might have been a good day to go on the opening of tron if you don't want to go on tron right like because everyone would be waiting online for tron you could go do everything else in the park absolutely i felt like there was a a lot of that for avatar right like when avatar first opened you could definitely hit that park and hit everything else i mean gosh we would we rode um everest so many times in a row that like literally was sick. I think 12 <laughs> times. I think we did. I think we did 12 in a row or something. Yeah. yeah. Because it was yeah. literally walk on because everyone was staying like that was when like they were doing those like seven, eight hour flight of passage lines. You yeah. Know? The, the uh, crazy yeah. lineups all the way yeah. back to the entrance. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, and so like with the virtual queue now, though, like people will be able to filter out through the rest of the park while I they know, wait for the. So it like yeah, it's a little bit of that. a downside. Like I I get why they do the virtual queue. 
but yeah. there's definitely a downside, I feel like, for it as well. I feel you could still reasonably do like the other side of the park. I, I, I feel like Tomorrowland, because of the virtual queue, people kind of hang around or they, you know, they, they gravitate towards that area as their queue is going to come up. I feel like you could, yeah, you, you could like Fantasyland and over into Frontier and Adventureland. I feel you could. I mean, and it's not like there's not a line. Yeah. It's just you're queuing up for a line, but it's still eating up people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like you're walking right on it. True. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) That is true. That would be nice if that was the way they had it so down pat that like, hey, come on over. You're, you know, you're going to walk right on. Like that would be the best. Wow. That's what they need to do is they need to start tracking everyone by their phone, right? And they know where you are and then they can tell you when it's time to get on and then track you up into it depending on how long you get there. I and mean, that would be some, that would be some nice stuff. You know, she should definitely do though. I'm just thinking about this happily ever after thing. Like happily ever after won't be a problem for you. If you don't mind showing up a little bit early because you don't have to worry about the buses on the way back. You're just walking back. Right. So like the, the argument against going to happily ever after one of those nights would be that you, it's going to be a nightmare travel, you know, back to your hotel. But for you staying at Bay Lake, it's just mm-hmm. a walk. I, so, yeah. I to know. that point, I still wouldn't do it on the third. I would I would plan maybe to no, not like, on the third, maybe the fourth. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, like head in on the fourth, like make it if you have a park hopper, you know, going in the evening on the fourth. And then like you said, you know, that's exactly it. Show up, do that, and then you can just walk right back to the hotel and not worry about it. That is the benefit of being that close or like being at any of the ones that you can walk where you don't have to worry about the transportation after the fire. Yeah, that is that transportation after is just brutal. Oh yes. Yeah. My my parents are good. Go I was gonna say my parents are flip flopping between where they want to go, so they're going to Disney this summer. I'm trying to no in September September. So I'm trying to talk them into a no um, a no park sort of situation, but mm-hmm. I think they have a little FOMO. So like I just I think they'll end up going to the park. But I said well, you were just there, but okay, whatever. But they're got this debate going on the same sort of situation, right? Like they were like, well where do we stay? Now they're currently booked at Riviera. So I said, well, why would you like, you have good transportation from Riviera. Yeah. Like you have the Skyliner, like why go somewhere else? (laughs) Yeah. That's two. Yeah. That's two parks. There are very few hotels that have connections, easy connections to two parks like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, so they're big things. So they stayed at boardwalk last time and they liked the boat, but I'm like, the Skyliner is just as good, if not better faster and, i would say yeah, yeah faster and, and the other thing is why not stay at riviera if you own there like i'm, I'm this like i want to stay at riviera just because we own there like i'm kind of like since we're staying at the tree houses i'm like oh i'm kind of annoyed a little bit because i just want to stay at riviera just because we own there not for anything else but they're trying to go to beach club and i was like why like why beach club like yeah. for a pool that you're not going to use, like gosh, it'd be funny if I saw my parents like riding down the water slide. But like, what, <laughs> what, why? Like, what's the benefit of Beach Club? Like, I, I I don't understand why everyone is so souped about Beach Club if the water slide is not your thing. I thought there was a what's lazy the other benefit of Beach Club as well? Yeah, there's the but lazy my parents river. are not lazy rivering either. So see, see, I would go. I mean, that. the two big draws for Beach Club is the walk into Epcot and the pool, right? Like those are the two big. But I mean, your Skyliner, like yeah, yeah Skyliner. Yeah. Too, yeah. I mean, yeah, Tom and I saw it. Like you know, for Riviera, it it has amazing access to parks. Yeah, like, yeah, I would I would stay there. Yeah, yeah, Riviera is your kind of resort too, Damon. It is it is very yeah. nice. Yeah, it's it's really very nice. <laughs> but I'm like that dude that likes very nice, but like 
then, you know, I, I haven't gotten out of my pajamas in a week. You know what I mean? Like I went, to, I went out to, <laughs> yeah. I went out to go get pizza and I was like, I literally had slippers on and I'm like, wow, I'm not changing my slippers. Like I'm just going to go out and get pizza with slippers on. Like, I just don't care. You're comfortable. So it, it's, yeah, it's well, lazy. So I don't even know if it's comfortable. It's lazy. No, no, you're like, comfortable. This you, weird it's not lazy. You're sort of being comfortable. <laughs> there's this weird sort of like, I love that sort of stuff. But then again, like on the other end of it, like I'd be at Riviera wearing like, you know, sweats and slippers, like walking through the lobby. And I just don't know like how that vibe is. D- Damon, what you got to do, what I do in the winter time is I wear, uh, I wear moccasins that have like a, like an actual sole on them. And yeah, so yeah, I that's wear, what I was wearing. Yeah, that's what I wear. Yeah, because they're like yeah. slippers, but they're, they're like acceptable kind of to wear outside. You know? Yeah, I don't know if they're acceptable to wear outside, but yes, that's what I was wearing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, rock I, I just like, I, I think to myself, like, you know, I've gone out in my pajamas before. I went to Wegmans and I was just like, dude, I'm literally running out to Wegmans, like, to pick up three things. I'm just rocking pajamas. My wife is like, are you, you went out like that? I was like, yeah, what do I care for? It's Wegmans, man. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so. But I did feel a little underdressed at Wegmans because like Wegmans is a little foofy. Yeah, it's a little, it's, yeah, it's a little, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trevor, it's a, it's like a little, it's a, it's a much nicer grocery store. It's, okay. I don't know what to compare it to because it's not like Whole Foods, but it's like. No. It's in between that though. It's and, in between. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an upscale grocery store. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I, I, we have places like that here. There, there's various chains yeah. that are nicer than your standard grocery yep. store. Yeah, it's very small. It's like really like what East Coast only, basically, and they, we don't even have it in Charlotte. I, you know, yeah. I mean, so yeah. so we got one recently, which was kind of weird because we always used to go to the one when we were in New Jersey in Bridgewater, yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And then they so we used to drive like forty five minutes for it, and then they put one in our town after we left. And then you know, all my New Jersey friends were like, "Well, you don't have a Wegman's." I was like, "Dude, we got every store you got up there, but you don't have a Wegman's." And then finally, I was like, "Now we do." <laughs> we're supposed we to be getting wawas down here too at some time soon. i listen that's you non-real jersey people in the south we don't care about wawas in the north really what are you talking about everyone cares about wawa in new jersey i don't care about wawas <laughs> what no nah. crazy town <laughs> get me a I, I i i need a gas station where i can get a good hoagie that's what i need around here so no like i don't need gas and deli meats mixing it all thank They're you very the much same place <laughs> no nah, i just like we have sheets down here and i i have to say like i'll get dessert stuff at sheets but i'm not You're really not getting get real sandwich? food man Oh, no, yeah. oh, you, oh don't, you don't. I mean, we were Seven Eleven was was our big thing. A quick check, right? Like those were Northern New Jersey thing. Yeah, yeah. Not really Wawa. It wasn't like it wasn't in our area back then. Yeah, no, it's all about Wawa for me. So, uh, sorry, Trevor. I know we're talking about all sorts of weird regional stuff, and probably like half the audience has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> but you you don't buy food at the gas station unless you're desperate. No, it's not. But Wawa and Sheets are different, though. Like, yeah, they kind of. Yeah, are. They're, okay. They're not like they're gas stations, but they're not like you know. It's still they have like a full on. They're bougie gas like stations. <laughs> I mean, not kind really. Of are, I hate to say. I mean, yeah, I don't know I about mean, Wawa. I think Sheets definitely is a little bougie, though. You don't think Wawa is? I mean, the newer no. Wawas are really nice, man. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've had experience with both, but uh, yeah, because we don't even have Sheets down here either. We just have like a Seven Eleven, you know. But you don't have Sheets in Charlotte? No, no, we don't. That's they crazy. like stop like an hour outside of the city for some reason. Okay. But Wawa's coming here, so okay. Anyway. Uh, Maybe this answered Katie's question. I don't know. 
yeah, yeah. what am I looking forward to most this year? Uh, yeah, Wawa. <laughs> so. I, I think that I'm looking forward to, I think I've finally gotten buy-in from everyone to go back to Silver Dollar City. Okay. And their only stipulation that they said was if we drive that we have to stop somewhere. So, okay, that's fine. I'll stop at Dollywood. So I think we're going to do Dollywood, Silver Dollar City. And I almost think you have to stop on the way back because it's still 17 hours is brutal. So yeah. I think maybe we'll stop at Dollywood on the way back. Okay. Yeah, that's well. that's far, man. Yeah, I wish there was something else I wanted to do in between Silver Dollar City and, you know, North Carolina. But I just don't know what else there would be. I don't know. Yeah, I... I, uh, I, I, you know, I don't have like a vacation schedule this year. I think I talked to you guys about. That. I've, I'm going to be in New Jersey like three different times though this year because I have two weddings and a you know bachelor party for one of the weddings, and so I'm going to be weddings in New are Jersey. Just such a waste, man. What weddings are just such a waste. Well, the best part. Well, one of the weddings is for like people that have been basically married for a couple of years, but they didn't actually do a wedding because of the pandemic. They, they shouldn't get a wedding. Yeah. It's over with, man. <laughs> yeah, listen, move on. If it wasn't family, I wouldn't be. But uh, and then my sister's getting married, so I have to go to my sister's wedding. So, um, yeah. but you know, anyway. So I don't have a vacation planned because I just we. I mean, we've got such a busy summer with with you know with all that stuff. It's just I don't know what we're gonna do this year. So, but yeah, I mean, tough. yeah. I mean, look, I don't know what I'm looking forward to the most this year. Honestly, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we can come together with a vacation at some point. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> What about you, Trevor? So, I mean, yeah, vacation-wise, we're not kind of like you. You know, we don't have any like huge plans. We've got, uh, you know, we're going out to to Banff, like into the into the mountains, which um, is always nice. But that's just kind of a regular thing. Um, things that I'm actually looking forward to is, um, you know, to keep it in the Disney slash theme park vein is um, I'm looking forward to Tron opening and seeing how that you plays know. out. Like, like not. I'm not going to be like, you know, getting all into like, oh, you know, what is the ride like? It's like, I know that. I'm curious how Disney's going to handle it and I'm curious how things are going to play out over the following months. In the same vein, I'm also looking at the um, uh, Super Nintendo World in California opening up here. And yeah. again, like I'm, I'm looking forward to how these new things post pandemic are going to play out. Because it's going to actually help me with my plans going into next year and the future. Um, so that those are the things that I'm most looking forward to this year. And it's not because I'm like excited. It's more out of curiosity. Just to see how things go. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I, w- I mean, listen, I would love to go to Disney back to Disney this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because with happily ever after coming ever after coming back, the the train's back, uh, you know, uh, with Tron c- coming out, I, you know, at later this year, the Moana stuff at Epcot and like that whole middle uh, of Epcot, like I'm yeah, excited. That's for the only that. thing I'm excited about. Yeah. Like I said Moana over Tron all day, man. <laughs> well, just Epcot so, being done, right? I think I think that's yeah. going to be awesome. Is Epcot ever really done? It's like Route ninety five. Like, is it really ever done? <laughs> it's always a mess. Yeah. I just want to walk through the center of the, the like yeah, behind be Spaceship good. Earth again. That's all I care about. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, listen, I'm with you, David. It sounds like you're like rummaging through. Like, I am. <laughs> I am what are you doing. I am. I, I just got a new. Um, mini sd card so i can record this episode tomorrow so i was just taken out of the packaging sorry man. oh my gosh <laughs> all right well anyway so um 
Misty asks, which two rides or attractions would you bring back and keep forever? This is a good Jamin question. Two rides. But we answered like eight bazillion million trillion times. Have we? Um, yeah. But that being said, because, um, you know, Misty, M- Misty asked in a very nice way. That's right. I would say 20,000 leagues under the sea. Yes. Yep. And Ellen, like, I just don't <laughs> think there's any other answers for me. <laughs> I kind of agree with you on this. I don't know what else I would choose. I mean, you know, you could go like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, I guess, but you can go to which I do like. California, like it depends. Original Snow White. You have California Alien Encounter. Yeah, Mm. that's the only thing that I flip flop on. Is like, do I want Alien Encounter back, or do I want Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea or Ellen? And Ellen would have to be in there, number one. But it's you know, it's this flip flop between Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea versus. Alien Encounter. The, pr- the problem that I have is is that am I getting twenty thousand leagues under the sea like it was, or are they cleaning it up? Like, what, what which version am I getting? The, yeah. the day one open version or the you know right before it closed version? Not that there's anything different about them; it's just the upkeep of them. Mm. What about a great movie ride? No, mm. no nostalgia for that one. No, dude, not not like not like Alien Encounter or twenty thousand leagues because my kids rode that. Like my kids never got to ride twenty thousand, right? So like that's true. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. And Alien is just like I, I don't know, there's always so much crying. Did you really enjoy it the first time? I mean I think it's a, almost a ride you have to re enjoy as an adult. What about uh what about original Figment? No, I could care about I love Figment, but that ride is there I nothing. I, I got I got the left field one for you. Because we're, okay. we're saying attractions, okay? So, so I'm ca- body wars. No, actually, I'm I'm counting this as an attraction. The Adventures Club in um, uh, what was it called? Pleasure Island. So, what is now the Edison should be put back to the Adventure Club and left that way. Okay, because that I, was an attraction. Reason, for some reason, I thought you were going Disney Quest there, but. Mm. I mean, Disney Quest is not a bad one, but again, no. like, what are we talking about? Disney Quest now, or that one would have to be an adjusted Disney yeah, Quest. Disney Quest needs a huge revamp. I feel the Adventure Club, because it's it's set in that, like, Adventureland, like, stuck in a particular time period kind of thing. It doesn't need yeah. a ton of, like, it could just be the way that it is for a very long time. And it's so funny, because we could answer this question all the time and it still brings up yeah. discussion. So I, I can't even like fault the ask because like it always <laughs> brings discussion up yeah. and I probably answer it different ways each time. So like, I, I can't even. Yeah. Cause I mean, you could go horizons here. You could go, uh, why am I blinking on the name of the ride that was the, in the building and test track before test track? Uh, um, depends on your mood. World of motion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You could I mean, go Body Wars. I, I mean, mean, Body Wars is one I remembered from being a kid. You guys I mean, don't I even have uh, Disneyland references. Like, I miss the People Mover in Disneyland. Like that. Yeah, that should have been brought back. Um, uh, Journey into Inner Space, which is now Star Tours. You know, yeah. Those, like yeah, yeah. There's, it's there's a lot, man. There's there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. Most if you really th- it's if you think hard about it, like most of the stuff in Magic Kingdom is pretty much still intact, right? Like they really haven't changed that really they've just added stuff but i mean twenty thousand leagues being a big exception right because that was a huge ride and i mean physically and you know a, a, a huge ride but also just it was a a big nostalgia one and i i'm with you damon i i loved that ride when i was a kid it was like my my favorite thing so yeah i mean i think i would go with that one and 
I don't know, man. I I really like the great movie ride. That's that's one that has a lot of nostalgia for me. I don't know why. Yeah, and I think Ellen has that nostalgia for me, so I get it. Well, no, Universe of Energy does too, Damon. Like one of my like earliest memories of Disney was going on that ride. Like I remember Universe of Energy from when I was like, you know, five yeah. years old. You know, but <laughs> like, man, there there is just something about Alien Encounter, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's just something. Here's here's a question. Does Test Track, does the original version of Test Track count, right? So, like, if you would could oh, go back to the original Test Track yes. instead of the why, current iteration. And and why is the new Test Track so bad yeah. in comparison? Because <laughs> it really is. It, is. Like, it's, it, it lacks any kind of character is the problem. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I still believe that they were going to make that into the Tron ride. Like, I still think that they were going to eventually turn it into Tron. Very Tron-ish. It, it is. It's trying. Yeah. It fails, and it just, yeah. First one was so much better, I, and because the pre-show lined it up so well too, like like the, mm-hmm. the you know oh just pick one and it's like and then you see the crash test and everyone kind of laughs and then when you get to the room with the crash test you you have that like the first time people write they have that split second of wait like the like this is happening <laughs> kind of thing like it was so yeah. good it was you're right yeah. it was way better at the way that they started it instead of what it and is. I almost feel like it was one of those rides that they redid. And they, I th- listen, I understand it wasn't cheap, but it felt like it was cheaply redone. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. That'd be cool if they like, can you imagine if they ever just decided to like go back to some of that stuff? They'd be like, we screwed up. We screwed up on test track. We're going to go back to the original version. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Would never happen. Sorry. Yeah. No, it never happened. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in a lot of ways, you know, just the original version almost felt cheaper than the new one because it was like a lot of it was just like sets and, you know, like this one, yeah. like. You know what I mean? But it probably, I, I mean, I don't know if it really was or not, but yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we got here. Mm. No, I think, I think that's, I think that covers most of it, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's one we're forgetting and someone's yelling in their car right now. <laughs> well, then, I mean, <laughs> you know, we'll have to hear it in the comments and, you know, we'll, yeah, there's the things comments. to think about the next time. All right. All right. Uh, who wants Chris, to read Chris's question? So Chris says, um, what is your, best disney vacation decision and what is the one you regret the most Hmm. i mean this this is easy for me okay right so i think there's a very generic buying dvc sooner right Mm -hmm. but uh, i'm gonna take that one off the table right wait so we're not none of us are allowed to use that (laughs) for myself you can say whatever you want so best disney vacation decision decision okay so what i'm gonna say is getting photo pass every time we went when the kids were younger, probably the best decision. And it doesn't necessarily line up now with the way cell phones go. Okay. So mm-hmm. take it back a little bit and how remiss I would be if I didn't have all those pictures from every time we went and we did it every time um, that we went to, to Disney. So I say that was probably the best decision because you can't go back, right? There's no, so, no. I can always buy DVC. It may cost me more, but I can't go back and get pictures I didn't get. So that would probably be it. And the one that I regret the most, <sighs> I mean, what what Disney vacation decision do I really like regret? Maybe st- staying for Fantasmic and that bus ride home like is just <laughs> the worst, right? Being extremely tired and then the bus breaking down like yeah like oh man staying yeah. for anything late at night is just 
like regrets that I have because something always happens and it's a disaster and I'm tired. And, but other than that, I don't think I have really like true regrets. Yeah. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I have a true regret that I can do. I, at first I was going to say on a couple trips ago when I went on big thunder mountain while it was pouring rain, uh, because, but that was also kind of a lot of fun, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though we got totally soaked and it kind of hurt, you know, like, cause it was pouring um, experience still. It was it, in a way it was kind of fun though, too. Um, can I say getting COVID at Disney? I'm sure. <laughs> no. yeah. Cause that did happen. Um, it's true. I, I mean, honestly, I think my best decision was this last trip that we did where we, we stayed for 10 days and, and, uh, you know, we almost had a hurricane ruin the whole thing, but we, we didn't. And then, you know, and, and doing the, the whole thing with multiple families and doing a two, a two, uh, bedroom and like that whole trip was so great for my daughter and for us, like, uh, but I mean, I, I want to say buying DVC, like that's, I feel like the easiest answer, right? But, but it's an easy answer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean we looked at DVC before and we could have bought earlier, but I mean, I, again, like, is that a regret? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a, I don't think I can attach things with as regrets that are attached to just a financial sort of situation, right? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Okay, uh, so I I Trevor feel booking during a hurricane twice. I mean, no, go ahead. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, that's not his okay, fault. Th- th- those those were things that were out of my control, so I don't count those. Absolutely. Um. So, but you know. You're right. You you can buy DVC at any time. I would argue that, or you know, my best decision was when we finally did decide to pull the trigger on DVC. We chose to go with the poly, and that we got our, um, and that you know we so kind of back to your point, Damon, about <clears throat> those experiences with your kids. The fact that we've been able to stay at the poly and just the timing of all that that was the best decision we made, but you're right. You know, we, we could have like, we could have bought DVC anywhere and it would have been good, but having those, having those trips where, um, where we got to, you know, see the fireworks from our room and stuff like that. To me, that's just as valuable as those pictures that you're talking about. So I, so it's not just buying DVC, but the timing of buying DVC is probably my best decision. The worst one for me is actually very easy. It was a trip in 2014 that, we panicked and because we had a booking at the grand Californian, we paid cash for it and we thought we were going to cancel the trip. And, and it, it was, it was kind of sketchy because our, our jobs were up in the air at the t- moment. And instead of us just leaving the booking the way that it was, we canceled it. And then we tried to rebook and rebooking. It meant we couldn't get uh, grand California anymore. And we had to stay at paradise pier which was the worst experience we've ever had at a Disney hotel. So mm. that was a direct result of, you know, our own decisions. And that was my biggest regret for a Disney vacation. I'm I'm going to go back. Uh, Cause I remembered a good one. And first of all, I wanted to thank Chris for all of the vacation updates, the daily vacation updates. And the yeah, they were good. They were good. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were funny and they were, and they were great. And, uh, Chris also called farts a uh, festival of arts uh, farts, yep. which is what I call it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that makes me happy too. Um, but I want to go back and say my best decision was uh, re- doing that one night at the cabin at at, uh, mm-hmm. at, at, at Wilder's Lodge. Man, that was that was a great night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that cabin was awesome, and it was the 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 the, the, the fanciest 
experience we ever had at Disney for sure. It was, yeah, that was I, a I guess decision. if we're going to start going that route, I would say regret wise, dude, staying at the Caribbean or, or pops, <laughs> <laughs> both of those are just yeah. not at the same level. I, I, again, I think the thing that kind of made it for me for DVC was, is that I realized that like that middle area is kind of worthless, right? Yeah, like yeah. either go low or high. The middle one is just not it. Yeah, the the, the pirate resorts sell. are just kind of like, yeah, it's just like what what do you what are you doing with those, right? Like, because it, I don't know. I've never stayed at a moderate actually. I only ever stayed at Values and Deluxes. I've never stayed at a moderate. Oddly enough, but anyway. Well, I'm I'm, I'm looking down this list here because I can't I can't do anymore. I'm, I know I'm, I know we're gonna lose you. You're gonna screen. lose me. So let, let's. I'm looking we're recording down this at night. Thing. Uh, you know, instead of our usual midday. So. And yeah, I've been up for way too many hours. Um, Tron Light Cycle Canopy. Okay. Why do you think I put it far down, man? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I, I mean, it, it looked kind of cool. I, it did, right? Okay. Yeah, it looked kind of cool. Like I said, I don't like seeing the other stuff in the background. You guys can talk more about that. Mm. There's yeah. there's Valentine's Day delights. There's what Valentine's Day food, yeah. That's like <laughs> kind of my jam, like I feel like. Oh, so a, so we need to do that now is what you're saying? No, nah, I mean, I'm just kind of meandering through, to be honest with you. I mean, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Hercules musical. Like, you guys are getting all a preview oh, for what's coming. That's, that's what's coming to oh, yeah. the Hyperion. Okay, cool. I was wondering when they were going to put something. Well, back. it's a rumor. It's a rumor. Let's let's qualify. Okay, fair. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's it for me. Like, I, th- I felt like I saw, like, pretty big news, but then I couldn't remember what it was couldn't remember what it was i i don't know it's very frustrating i don't know did you see the thing about the 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 guy that's the dvc member that like pushed a cast member but then they couldn't like trespass him because he owned at the resort so and there was some sort of rule about that apparently (laughs) no i didn't see that i see this (laughs) what This is like stuff that I don't even want to talk about because it's so ridiculous. But yeah, I, yeah. I know. I just I saw it and I was like, so this guy like pushed a cast member, and then they were like, Disney was like, well, we didn't trespass him because he owns at the resort, and I don't know if there's some sort of thing where it's like, well, it's technically, I mean, it's is it technically your property? Like, you know, you own a piece of that property. I don't know. It there was, it doesn't matter. You still can't push. You can't push people. people. I, I know. I'm not even getting weird. into that. I'm looking yeah, at this anyway. Tiana Bayou Adventure thing. I, I just I hope the only thing I will say is that I really hope that the food is good. Wherever they're putting food around this thing, please let it be good. Well, they're not really for Disney World, Disneyland. They are though, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's just I don't know. There should be a really nice food place there. Yeah, that would they really should. And it should be it should be like an uptick. It shouldn't be a quick serve. It should be something good. Yeah, that's the one at Disneyland's going to be a quick serve. So. And that's still not good enough for me. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. It's tough because of where it is. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. And right, literally, like, get Blue it. Bayou is right next to it, which is the same type of food. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it, but I don't know. I don't yeah, it's know. definitely just, tough in Disney World because there's just not a space for it there. there yeah, you know? there, like, there's nowhere to put it. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't even like convert the gift shop into it because that gift shop is already super small, right? Like, so yeah. mm-hmm. unless they want to like take take uh that area out into front into uh frontierland a little bit more right and like get rid of pecos bill but they're not going to do that no, so or get rid of pecos bill. or go behind yeah. big thunder and expand that way they could do that yeah i don't I mean, know they- and then i'm just looking at this thing that tom has this garden rocks and, and epcot and like i'm looking down this list and it's like why is this all old people music 
It always is, dude. It always it, is old people it, music. But why better. though? What I guess what I'm asking is why? I I don't know. Well, cause probably because they don't want to spend a lot of money on somebody like, you know, that's popular. I But you don't even have to give me like super popular. Just just give me somebody that's like moderately popular. <laughs> not collecting social security. You don't want to go listen to <laughs> Smash Mouth, Damon? I thought Smash no. Mouth broke up. <laughs> I thought they were done. Mm. <laughs> I don't Audrey know. This was is big just for a hot ship. second, right? Flock of seagulls. This is just hey, not flock of seagulls. I, I mean, only a hairstyle. Like I just, I don't. I mean, how many yeah. members are even left in Blue Oyster Cult? I mean, <laughs> simple plan. <sighs> I, I just feel like with that many dates, they could have gotten like some up and comers. No, this is yeah, the, how it is, man. These, it's I know, months. but it's just it's so brutal. Yeah, these are all like uh, I think the the. Most recent ones here are from like the early two thousands. Like, are there? Oh, wait, they got the Ooh. plain white tees. They were popular for a, for a minute. <laughs> when? Like the early two thousands, right? Were they? Yeah. When I mean, was that you guys song? Are starting that they to realize had? that like two thousand is twenty three years. That's ago. my point. Is that there? There's no bands here that are like any younger than twenty years ago. Yeah, because they're not going to spend the kind of fee that's required for any band. That's but that's what I'm now. saying. Like, get yeah. smaller newer groups like it yeah, doesn't get, have to be somebody yeah, huge like up and like, coming. Okay. yeah go yeah. go to the other end and you know find find the ones that are not superstars but maybe the, the, promote and, and here's the other <laughs> thing the disneyland gets all the good like teen people right mm, yeah like like why is that because we have... of the location though like it's uh, um, but, you know it's a different yeah, vibe so they're, they're also talent right at the end of yeah. the day like there's nothing stopping them from flying them out that's true. To yeah. WDW, right? Like, and just give me a few of those, man. Like, give me something. Damon, you don't want to. You don't want to see Wang Chung. <laughs> I mean, they got one song, and like, you once do. that's over, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. There's a lot of one song groups here that I just. Why do I feel uh, like yeah. Wang Chung had two songs? I feel like they had two. Songs. Maybe for you they did. Yeah, I, I only know of the one song. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no, they did have two songs. Into Wang Chung that we don't no, know. They had about. two songs. They had Dance Hall Days and Everyone, Everybody Have Fun Tonight. But they had two songs. I don't. Those even... are two songs for you. There's only one that I would listen yeah, to. Yeah, I, I don't know the first one. Yeah, I don't know the first <laughs> one. You guys absolutely know Dance Hall Days. No, I don't. I'm sure that I do, but like, I just, do oh, you gonna make me actually Google it? <laughs> you know that's. <laughs> Everyone knows that song. It's a very popular right, I, song. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it is, but not something I want to listen to. <laughs> I feel like these are a lot of returning ones too, like like Rick Springfield. I, I'm pretty sure Ambrosia was there last year. Uh, Bro, I don't know. Eagles, I feel like it's always you know this song, right? Yeah, everyone knows that song. I would play it if we didn't have to like pay for rights for things. <laughs> I mean, okay, it, it, it's something that like on the radio. Is, 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 Thank you. Yeah, it's vaguely in in between the back of my head, in between other not, songs that I'm trying to. Listen yeah, to. not something that I'm like, okay, I can get down with that. I don't know any of the words to it. Yeah, how's no? That? I mean, the, just the dance all day spray. But I feel like it was in a bunch of '80s movies though, too. Like I feel like it maybe, was, and I do love me the '80s movies. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it, it, on a it was on slope. the trailer too. Like the, it was always in the right, trailer. Everything was on the ski slope. Yeah, dude, Better Off Dead's one of my favorite '80s movies. I love that movie. It's everything one of my favorites. On a ski slope. Yeah, I just think about all the like so terrible '80s movies that I watched on like Cinemax, right? Because they were all on Cinemax, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Why am I watching this?" And I don't oh, yeah. think I could remember the names of them. I 
Okay, so, since we're here, I'll just bring this up. Um, we're, here. we're here. I mean, there's a lot of things I was going to say, but they're just not appropriate. I, so I went down. I went down a terrifying <laughs> rabbit hole of '80s movies okay. that I realized, or, or what it made me realize was that there was a point where my parents were renting us movies on the weekend, and we basically watched everything that our local video store had to offer, yeah. and they were scraping yeah. the bottom of the barrel. And there was no way yeah. that I would have watched these shows otherwise. Unless, Absolutely. unless my parents were just desperate to like put something on the TV for us to watch, which basically you know kept mm-hmm. us entertained for about an hour and a half. There was there was some really bad movies, and I don't oh, yeah. I don't even want to go go into it because it's like you'll just be like, what are you even talking about? But I, I no, I feel you. I, I I tried to describe them to my wife, and she actually asked me if I was having dreams. Or if these were real movies, like, some of them like, were so bad yeah. that they could definitely have been fever dreams. Yes, too. They, yeah. they were. Like it was. How many of them starred John Cusack? <laughs> none. None, none of the ones I watched. No, John Cusack's eighties movies were really great. I, like I said, Better Off yeah. Dead is one of my favorites. So I, I mean, but but yeah. there, there definitely was some sort of, of skiing or something going on in most of them. For sure, yeah, there was skiing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there was always some sort Where of there's a lake center I mean, they had was... to save or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did we even get on this? I don't even know. Because we're looking at bad bands for Garden Rocks. (laughs) What are you talking about? Cool in the Gang is not a bad band. You know, you got Cool in the Gang. They're just old, man. That's for two days out of this entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even trying to argue for for these, man. I'm I'm just kidding. Uh, Mostly. Uh, I I mean, there's a couple on here that I would check out, right? Like I said, I know. I I think... I, like yeah. being from New Jersey and the fact that I just can't listen to Rick Springfield probably hurts a lot of New Jersey people, but I oh, just yeah, can't probably. do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also just love that they don't have journey. They have journey, former lead vocalist. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> like they can't even get journey. Like, I mean, is journey still out there, right? With some, some other lead singer, I think. Oh, I don't know. Starship. Starship's a good one. Switchfoot was the thing for a second, right? Like they were a thing. I, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. No, they had a they had like a song. Again, I think same problem as the other one, where it's like it's probably something that I heard on the radio when I used to listen to yeah. the radio, and now it's like like yeah. like get me like get me some like different type of music too. Like I, I'll take like I'll take Run DMC. The, the you know that'd be cool. I take them. Like give give me some eighties ish hip hop or something. Yeah. Like that'd be it, cool. it, it's. Yeah, something, something else. Yeah, I get it. I, I mean, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm trying to even think of who like the biggest act on this thing is. Which one would you actually go see? Was probably the best. I would see Wang Chung. I'd see Wang Chung. <laughs> of course you would. I would um, see Wang Chung. Yeah, because I, I, you knew both songs immediately. I yeah. just, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't think there's anyone on here that I would see. I, Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about? I, I mean, Flock of Seagulls. What had one song, right? Yeah, like I'm just Living Color. Thinking. Living Color. No. Again, again, this is the problem: is that yeah, which of these would you know? You go and listen to their their title song, or, or you know, their one hit wonder. Which ones am I staying around to listen to more of? None. I you know I'd go to see Blue Oyster Cult just to see them play uh, 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 the Reaper, right? I would just I would go just for that. I don't like Blue Oyster no. Cult. I just yeah. like that one song. They also did Burning for You, too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. <laughs> Sorry. I, I know. It's just really random. But anyway, 
uh yeah so we did that whole that whole thing now that was that was they really this came up because you know they released the lists for for all yeah. of this is for garden rocks the it's for the uh, flower garden <laughs> festival you know they have all the what, yeah. what are you laughing at Trevor? <laughs> i just so the pointer sisters are on here yeah and, yeah. Okay, yeah so so if they were doing the one to twelve song from sesame street would you stay to listen to that no <laughs> Ooh. Sesame Street is just so underrated these days. You, like, you know what I'm I, talking I just, about, right? Like the, those. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, and I do and, and I'll tell you that I've, <laughs> I've been on this kick recently. So I, I guess what happens now is, right? So HBO Max is who pays for Sesame Street, right? Is there, um, was that Cartuno or Cartini or whatever they yeah, call they, it? Yeah, yeah. They have it. There, right. Yeah. And then it comes out the next year or something on PBS or next six months, something like that. Right. I think that's how it works. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I just know that Sesame Street and stuff and, is on there. So Yeah, I think what happens is it comes out on HBO Max first Age and first, then makes and its then way over PBS, to yeah. yeah, the PBS. So I, I just feel like I was I was doing something and I was writing about Sesame Street and I just started to like look back at like dude, their parodies are just something special, man. Like yeah. they really are, like so underrated. They're parodies. They yeah. they truly, truly are. So I would pay for a Sesame Street anything if they yeah, were there. I get mm-hmm. that. I get that. <laughs> I I just can't. I mean, I think we have to say the biggest act on here is Smash Mouth, right? I mean, they were they were pretty big at one point. <sighs> Over the Pointer Sisters. Long, I mean, the deputy. biggest act current. I mean, I don't know. That's currently <laughs> you're pulling I, at straws. I mean, Smash. Yeah, okay. I'm saying All Star was on like two or three different movies like they had their moment but they didn't really yeah i, I mean all-star is yeah, really yeah, the yeah. only thing i can think about yeah. when you say smash i Mouth. thought the lead singer just quit from that bit didn't he just quit i don't know you're, you're asking the wrong person i'm not a rock and roll sort of guy so yeah no i think he just quit man like i think there's a new lead singer there too so like you're gonna go see him with like a different lead singer than has been with the band the entire time I don't know. That'll be weird. I would see Smash Mouth probably. I mean, I'd, I'd check them out, but I really do want to see. I, I would. I would love to see Wang Chung. <laughs> like I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> just throwing it out there, man. I don't know. I. I just. I think it's because the just the songs remind me of the '80s movies, and that's that's what would get me. I think right. But it's like anytime you see any of these bands, it's just like they're playing all these songs and they never play like their one hit first. Right. Like, so, and you're just sitting there waiting for them to play the one song you want them to play. Okay. You know? So I just looked this up. The The lead singer was Steve Harwell and he left smash mouth in 2021. Yeah. Um, he did. The only, yeah. yeah. The only original that's two years ago, Tom. Yeah. The only original member of smash mouth is the bassist. Wait, really? Yeah. The rest of them are gone too? Yes. Oh my gosh, I, I did not know that. That's crazy. That, no, you're right. It is two years ago, but I'm I was saying recently. Recently. That, that's a hard so, pass, though. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, are, do any of these bands still have all the same members in them? I mean, I, I can't imagine Blue Oyster Cult still has the same lineup, right? Like, I don't know. This has turned into a really bad episode let's, of music. Though. Yeah, let, <laughs> let's get I off this, this topic. I, with, with, all right, Garden Rocks is a thing, our, and we're not going. Let, let, you guys do the ad. Let's do the I'm ad. leaving and going to sleep, and <laughs> that's that. <laughs> Good night, Damon. Good night, Good night, Damon. Dream of Wang Chung. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So our sponsor of this episode is DVC Resale Market. DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, 
is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2021, DVC Resale Market helped over 4,400 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresellemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Okay, so now that we're not talking about terrible music anymore. um, Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so, you know, Disney has come out now with uh, what the storyline is going to be, or at least part of the storyline is going to be for the uh for tiana's um bayou adventure mm-hmm. um and you know the idea here is that she's uh i um, i've read this earlier and i'm forgetting already here so uh Tia- tiana purchases a salt mine and the area surrounding the salt mine um and then and then uh they turn it into like uh uh like a like a place to grow like a farm like a, they turn it into like a farm and then they uh, they also do like uh, let's see what else a boutique farm and a working and teaching kitchen. Okay, that sounds yeah. like fun. And she has an original line of hot sauces, which you know Disney's probably going to formulate and sell somewhere. Oh yeah, right. Um, but um, go ahead. yeah, I'm just reading this as well. Uh, so so yeah, it kind of starts off with like you said, you know the salt, the salt mine and everybody coming together to um, help build up this area you know growing crops and everything and then uh then it turns out or was or it said something about mardi gras in here there's a mardi gras piece of this that they yeah. have a big mardi gras party right yeah throwing an amazing party during the mardi gras season um yeah so and then it says when we arrive we may see that tiana spruced up the company's facilities with vibrant art from uh, local artists um I, I think the interesting part about this is the you know the concept art they have here. So obviously they're going to be building a large water tower. Uh, looks like to the right of like the waterfall mm-hmm. of Splash Mountain. Yep. Right. Uh, form the former Splash Mountain site. Uh, a big water, a big uh, water tower that says Tiana's Foods on it. Um, so I mean that's what it seems like anyway, right? And and they've actually branded all the construction walls with Tiana's Foods. So obviously this is you know something they've been planning for a while. So wait. So it, it's cool. Good. Sorry. So. The, in the picture, there's a crane that looks like it's putting yeah. the, the tiara onto the water tower. Is Disney actually it's, going to use a crane as a permanent? You know, fixture? it's interesting that you said that because I was thinking the same thing, Trevor. I'm thinking to myself, wait, is that part of it, right? Are they going to just have that like that? I want to say no, right? But I also think it could be a cool detail too, right? I mean, if it, the whole story of the ride is her putting the this together right like that makes it part of the part of the story but i doubt it i i just don't see it happening i, go ahead, I go feel ahead. like that would be a funny jab at all the people who have complained about the cranes ruining the, the crane, eyeline yeah. at yeah you know at disney's like, oh there's always a crane in in the sight line because they're doing stuff and i think it would, would be, be funny, funny. if yeah. they did this as a you know ha there's a crane here deal with it right yeah there's a crane here and it will always be there yeah. just deal with it <laughs> Um, although, you know, it's interesting though, too, because the background is really blurred, right? For, for where, for where Splash Mountain is, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the other concept art we've seen has had like a large tree at the top of 
like a different tree at the top of uh, the mountain. And that's not in this concept picture. So, you know, I, I don't know if maybe that's going to change and, and we're going to, you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think it's interesting. The background is really blurred out. Really. The only thing you see is that water tower, right? Yeah. But I, I, so. I feel like that's, you know, maybe it's a, avoiding spoilers thing you know that they, they just did that on yeah, purpose that could be a tip. And, yeah. and and to the point you know you know now that i'm looking at it, it says placing the tr 1927 this may be like you know q type stuff where like it's like build up to the ride and like you know, it's showing like you know history and yeah. whatnot like i because because you know, the more that i'm reading this article I'm, I'm realizing you know this is not just the ride it's the whole area that they're talking about so i get the feeling you're gonna see um, cause, cause like the queue area actually has, um, it's more so when you get inside the building, but you know, that whole area had like little nods to, to the actual ride. Like, like you kind of implied, like, you know, all yeah. the different animals were living there and all that. I'm getting the feeling that this is going to be stuff that you see like peppered throughout the queue and whatnot. And it's, it's going to be again, one of these things that, you know, Disney loves doing, which is. You can just, you know, you can space out and walk through the queue and miss all of this stuff. Or if, you know, you're really interested in it, you can kind of dive into the lore of the ride yeah. by finding these little bits and pieces through the queue. And that that's what this is leaning more towards for me now that I'm thinking about it. But I still like the idea that, they, you know, that crane just got left there for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. That'd yeah. be so great. Uh, I mean, it almost kind of to what you're talking about, like part of the reason my favorite ride at Disney is Big Thunder is because of that, what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Where you can just go surface level on Big Thunder and just ride it and have fun. Or you can really dig deep. There's a lot of backstory to Big Thunder that if you if you want to know about, you can find out about, right? Like, but it's it's really you could do it surface level or you can really dive deep into the story of big thunder. Right. And I mean, they do that with most of the rides, but I feel like it's even more so with big thunder and it seems like they're doing something very similar here with Tiana. So, yeah. And the, they're like, I mean, haunted mansions, another example too, that if you, if oh, you yeah. really yeah. start, you know, looking in the queue, there is all kinds of little hints. And I know what you mean in big thunder, you know, it's um, like you can go and read, like there's like schedules for, you know, when people showed up and it kind of builds a story yeah. of like, Hey, this was a working mine and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. And at some point the town flooded and like, there's, yeah. there's a whole lot of really cool stuff there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I I'm glad that they put this out there and it's obviously they're going to build anticipation. And honestly, I don't know if you've been following, but I mean, they seem to be working at a pace that I don't think I've seen Disney work, Disney construction work at uh, ever. Like, there's all they're like moving very quickly on this, which is surprising because you know Disney moves very slowly. I <laughs> so. I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm kind of not based on how long it took to get to this point and how like how long ago yeah. they announced it and them kind of saying at various points along the way that they're like, yeah, they're they've been doing planning and they've been doing things in the background, and so yeah, I feel like yeah, it seems like it's quicker than most, but that's because. I think in the past, Disney has said, you know, hey, we're doing this ride. And so like they shut down area and they're like, okay, you know, we're going to build and design as we go. I think a lot of the design work is already done for this or they, they've they had more than enough time because of how things have gone the last couple of years that they had more yeah. time to really focus on the design. So now that they're at execution, it seems like it's going really, really fast because they're not 
they're not stopping to to look at design like they would in the past. Yeah. Well, and they're also not starting from scratch, right? Like yeah. the past couple of projects, the past bunch of projects have not been rethemes. They've been built from the ground up, right? Like even even Guardians, even though Guardians used, you know, the building. part of the universe energy building, yeah. I mean, they built the biggest show building ever right behind it to contain the, you know, so like and that's what took the bulk of the time, not, you know, stripping out the the universe energy building. So this is a little different, right? Because you're the mechanics of the ride are going to stay the same. The ride's mm-hmm. not really going away. It's just got a different, yeah, different f- coat of paint on it. You yeah, know? <laughs> fundamentally, the you're right. The, there's nothing actually wrong with the ride. If you, if you think yeah, about exactly. it, exactly, Splash Mountain is one of those rides that doesn't have breakdowns the way that other rides do. Like because sure. because it is a log flume. It's basically just you've got lift hills and then you've got you know water flow systems and those. Strangely enough, the boats aren't sinking anyway. Yeah, (laughs) the boats aren't sinking. Yeah, yeah, but but again, but boats like like that that's more incidental, and it's not like you can pull out a boat and the whole ride keeps functioning, right? Yeah. Whereas you know, there like other rides, like you said, you know, it's like hey, they got to rip out the entire structure, they have to redo it from the ground up because this is this is effectively kind of like Maelstrom. Where you know it's just yeah, it's, a redo. it's frozen ever after. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's a redo of an existing ride, and they're and they're they're not changing the underlying structure very much. Um, yeah, of course it will go way faster, but I yeah. I guess the, the thing that I'm curious about is you know I, I think I know what you're talking about. Is, you know, you're seeing like a lot of like they're they're taking out stuff quickly, and you know you know doing what looks like you know concrete work and all that that you know, all that stuff very quickly. Um, I hope that, you know, it it gets done faster than we think, but I get the feeling that along the way they're going to be putting stuff in. And and this is something to think about too, is that, you know, they're having to work within the confines of the existing ride. So there may be technical challenges that, you know, they think, oh, Hey, you know, we can put this animatronic in. And then when they get it there, it's like, oh, actually we didn't factor in that it needs this much space. Right. And yeah. You know, that that could that could change things. But uh, yeah, hope hopefully this goes uh, quick. And, you know, either way, it's like uh, the one thing that's gotten me about a lot of the the reporting around it is, you know, people are still crying about Splash Mountain. Yeah, I know. Which and selling and selling jars of water from it. Yeah. (laughs) But, oh, you know, I'm going to miss this ride. You know, my, my kids will never... Yes, your kids will be able to ride it because the ride is still there. Yeah, it's like it's there. the ride itself is not changing. You, you're, yeah, it's the same ride. You're just getting new visuals. Like, th- yeah. yeah. Which is probably going to be more relevant to your kids than a, and, a movie that they would have never seen. And now it's going to be a movie that they maybe did see. And, and, and frankly, you know, the last time that we wrote it, and, and actually it was funny, I went back. Uh, uh, you know, a couple of vloggers posted like, you know, final day riding Splash Mountain videos. Yeah, I saw a bunch of them. And and it's funny, you know, from November till when the ride closed, you know, I there, there was a couple of times where I was like, you know, maybe, you know, these things were just shut down because, you know, it just wasn't working that day or whatever. No, there was a lot of stuff in Splash Mountain that, you know, I get, you know, towards the end, they were just neglecting it anyway. Oh, yeah, but, totally. Yeah. But there was a lot of stuff that was just not working. Like there, there was oh, full yeah. anim. Like there was a whole section where there's an animatronic that had Brer Rabbit that was supposed to go hopping along next to you, that just does not work right now. Doesn't work. Yeah. And it's like, you know, get it out. Like, sorry, but 
get it out and let's yeah. get something new in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I get yeah. that. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, I was trying to find like, cause I think the other factor that weighs in here, right. Is that Splash Mountain's a, a people eater at the busiest theme park in the world, right? Yep. Like that's another problem here too, is that, and now given Tron's going to open and then eat up some of those crowds too, but that's the Tron's going to bring more crowds, right? So it's, it, 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 they're really going to miss that capacity of Splash Mountain, uh, especially during the summertime, you know, when it's hot and people do want to go and get wet on a log flume ride. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's going to, I really think, really, really hurt uh, there too. So, but it, it's, it's interesting though, too, because it almost feels like it needs less reworking than Frozen Ever After did. Because, I mean, Frozen Ever After, they move the, they, they move the entrance and the exit, uh, if I remember correctly, or one of either the entrance or the exit. I, I think they swapped them around. So they did do a little bit of changes to the layout, and they also had to cover up that opening, too, uh, that used to yeah. be a maelstrom. You remember the, the backwards part? Uh, you, the that back, was open. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, that, was, that one took a little bit more work even. Now, given Splash Mountain's a much bigger, just physically bigger ride right so there's probably just a lot more to do there but um yeah i mean it's going to be interesting to see how quickly they move on this i think they're going to try to move as quickly as they can so which is a good thing i mean disney needs to and and years ago you know they 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 tried to put new people in charge over at imagineering so that they weren't taking you know five years to build things like they did with tron but uh obviously that didn't help too much since you know tron and guardians both took a long time and well that that's not fair because it's not I mean, but yeah i, I mean we kind of had a, a major global event that that's know, true had, that's had no precedent to it so that's true yeah. that's true uh, yeah no that's true i mean a, you know tron probably would have opened in time for the 50th anniversary and hadn't been for for the pandemic so yeah that's what it was supposed to it was supposed to be there for the for the anniversary so now speaking of tron speaking of tron <laughs> the, the, so listen i i'm sure people have tron fatigue at this point because we keep talking about it but they keep releasing stuff and i feel like we i can't not address these pictures so yeah it the so so it's it, it they're showing photos of the light cycle run and the canopy like the yeah. the canopy actually operating which is very impressive like just yeah and the video that they have in here too oh, is yeah. even cooler man it's like yeah yeah it's <laughs> it, it it's going to be really cool when it opens and and you know like we've said before is you know that you know where he's standing underneath of it in that video yeah i hope that there's an area that's big enough you, you know it's going to be crowded at first but i hope eventually there's a point where it's like you can you don't have to get on the ride but you can stand there and just watch that you know, watch the cars come around or, like, or oh, the yeah. train come around and the way that the lights move through the canopy and everything like, oh, that's so good. They move with the train, yeah. you know, like they actually like follow the train, which is so cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I to your point, Trevor, like one of the things I like doing at Disney a lot is sometimes just standing there and soaking in the the visuals and the, you know, the ambiance of things. And and this is like at night, this is going to be a destination, you know, yeah. this is going to be a place that people want to go and, and hang out and check out, check this out. Cause it, I mean, it just looks incredible. You know, it's, um, it's a huge improvement to Tomorrowland in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Like it's just, yeah, for sure. More lights, please. More, more just like futuristic, nighttime lights that i can go hang out and look at <laughs> just go just go stand underneath and look at yeah yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, no, this this just looks so cool. And I mean, listen, uh, the cast member previews are starting. Um, so you know, well, started, I should say. Um, so some of the some of the interior photos and and things like that are starting to uh, come out around this. So, um, which I know, Trevor, you're you're spoiler averse. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're even looking at these pictures. You know, <laughs> but the, so it, it, again, it, you know that that's I would see that walking up to the ride either way. Um, yeah. I don't need to see the full like run through of the ride. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, a little different. Yeah, that's true. And there's they have those those videos are out there, right? Like yeah. where you can see like the first couple minutes of it. So, but I mean, man, it's uh, the the canopy just looks amazing. Uh, they really did an amazing job with this, and just it just looks awesome. I know everybody's tired of us talking about Tron, but it's just I had to bring <laughs> it up. So. Well, then, um, why don't we talk about photopass photographers just to completely change it? You know, I wasn't even gonna, I wasn't even gonna put this on here because it's just such minor news, but like, I think it's worth mentioning. <laughs> Do you? Okay, good. Yeah. I, I, cause I was questioning myself on this, but, um, so these photopass photographers now have a uh, green, very, very bright green uniform. Yes. Um, that are made out of recycled materials. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so as we've talked about before with Disney trying to, um, you know, lower their carbon f- footprint and be more environmentally yeah. conscientious. Um, you know, making sure that you know the uniforms. Like, if you think about it, how many uniforms do they go through? Um, yeah. And you know, finding a way to make them recyclable and all that, I think, is great. And I, I will say, one some of the comments that I've read about this is, um, you know, I think a lot of people like the fact that the photo pass photographers are getting a bright green because. You know, sure. when you're when you're walking through a crowd or, or, you know, in some of the areas like, you know, in the hub in Magic Kingdom, um, it photopass photographers being in white, there's a lot of people dressed in white and sure. it's sometimes very hard to pick them out in a crowd. Um, also, you know, I, I think it's good to differentiate them from even other cast members because, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, you know, maybe that person can take my picture and it may be, you know, a cast member just happening, happened to be working nearby, but they're not a PhotoPass cast member, right? So, yeah, I, I like this for a couple of reasons. Like, you know, you know, the, the environmentally friendly part is great. And, you know, the fact that they're trying to, you know, better identify them and, and you know, make it so that you can, you know, see who, you know, see them in a crowd. Like, that's, that's all good to me. Yeah, and and that green color does match the PhotoPass logo, right? Like the Mickey ears with the with the green uh, part in the middle there. So yeah. it, it really it matches. And and I also mentioned it also mentions here too the fabrics designed to control moisture and protect against the sun rays. So I have a lot of shirts like this that are like UV protection and also like moisture wicking. Mm-hmm. So and I'm sure every time I see a Disney cast member like wearing certain things, I'm like, man, that just doesn't look comfortable in the Florida heat. So. Like it's nice to see that they're giving them this kind of stuff that will, uh, you know, is is not going to uh, is going to be maybe a little bit cooler and a little bit more, you know, li- a little bit lighter. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, like you said, so, some of the cast members, I'm like, I, I don't know how you can be functioning wearing that in in like yeah. 80 degree weather. <laughs> yeah, because I could barely function in just my shorts and shirt that I'm wearing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, so. All right, so I, I, you know, I people, I know people are mixed on. Although I think the majority of people like when we talk about food, right? Like I think we did the poll there, and there was mm-hmm. like very few people that didn't like when we talk about food. So, and I like talking about food. So, <laughs> um, so we have Valentine's Day treats, Trevor. Okay. <laughs> um, so, 
All right. For, so first of all, Valentine's Day is such a non-holiday for it's me. It's a non-holiday. So, yeah. you know, this is kind of like, you know, if I was showing up in, in the parks on Valentine's Day, we'd be like, hey, here's a bunch of red stuff. Cool. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, well, you know, I mean, and by the way, this stuff is like super limited. Most of them are February 10th through 14th or 13th and 14th. So they're very limited items, yeah. right? Like, they're only for a couple days at the most. But, I mean, there's some cool stuff in here, right? Like a zebra moose cake. I mean, that looks pretty good at the over at the Mara at Animal Kingdom in my home resort. Yeah, ba- I'm bananas for moose, a banana cake, peanut butter mousse, banana jam, banana cream, candied almonds and caramel. That looks pretty good, too. OK, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm scrolling through this and you don't want to eat any. Of it, it, it all looks the same. It, it's all just like a cupcake with sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? I mean, look, bro, the Boardwalk Deli strawberry cheesecake brownie. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, so so good. it's a square cupcake with chocolate on top. <laughs> I, more like a rectangle. I mean, you know, right. <laughs> it's a brownie. Yeah. It's, it's a brownie. Um, I mean, okay. Well, what about over flying f- fish? The the what is it? Cocoa breach, vanilla custard, chocolate bavois. I believe is the correct way to say that. And I'm not even going to try to 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 pronounce this word. Some sort of crunch with a heart shaped overlay. That looks Total really bean. delicious. For, oh, no, look full, at you. That was full. Okay. No, full fulletin, fulletin. Yeah, I've never seen that word in my entire life. I have no idea what that is. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, but I mean, like, there's, there's some good. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Trevor. There's some good looking stuff in here. Look at this little uh um. Short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks good. I would eat that. Would you? Eat that? It's a heart shaped almond cheesecake with chocolate sponge cake enrobed in dark. Anytime anything's enrobed in chocolate, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Give, give me that. that. <laughs> just covered yeah. in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, just enrobed in. If you yeah. say enrobed in chocolate, I, I'm I'm buying it. It's, it's I don't right. even care what yeah. what it is. Uh, it's I'm gonna buy it. Um, I like this cupcake though too, with the little roses on top. Those are pretty cool. So we've talked about this before, and this is where this kind of gets me. Is that and and you know I've said this is when you start mixing the fruit and chocolate together, I'm out. So. So wait, there's no fruit that you like mixed with cho- chocolate? I, like no, none? I just, I, I want chocolate as chocolate. And, you know, if I'm going to have fruit, I'm going to have fruit. I don't want fruit like a chocolate in, in my strawberry. chocolate. <laughs> what about a, like a chocolate covered strawberry? Don't want them. Oh, man. Yep. So. I mean, listen, I'm with you on most things. Like, like when you get to like oranges mixed with chocolate. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. But like, I'll do a strawberry. I'll do a raspberry. Straw, you know, yeah. Okay. Those two, I, I think I'd be good with. Okay, so so the first thing that caught my eye here is the the passion eclair at uh, the Barcelona Lounge in Coronado Springs. Okay, which is uh, it's uh, fruit ganache topped with swirls of paste strawberry ganache. It's got the white chocolate pearls and chocolate hearts, which again, you know, that's fine. You can kind of put those off to the side, but it's. It's an eclair, which you know, it's basically a fancy donut with some strawberry mousse. You know, that's. Fine. I feel like every time I eat something with one of those pearls on it, I feel like I'm going to shatter my tooth. <laughs> like, I just have never been into one of those. Where I was like, oh, that was nice and and soft. It was like, yep. oh man, I might need dental work after eating this. Um, see, I, I like this Valentine's Day chocolate box where the the box is made out of chocolate yep. and it has brownies in it. <laughs> this this is the one at Riviera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a 
uh, is a raspberry macaroon and a hazelnut praline truffles mm-hmm. in a and the Riviera brownie. And then the the it looks like the box is also made out of chocolate, from what I can see here. Which, if I can eat the packaging, you you just, know, I'm, I'm not against eating the packaging. <laughs> you just start eating the packaging, and the fact that there happens to be stuff inside is a bonus. No, I didn't take them out first. No, just no. bite into what kind the of animal. Do you think I am, Trevor? <laughs> Somebody who likes I'm, fruit with I'm their chocolate. Mildly offended. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I will say so again at, at Riviera, the Topolino Terrace, uh, Cupid's plated dessert. That I think that's an amaretto mousse or whatever's in the center okay. is that like very glossy um, yeah. red. Looks fantastic, um, but I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> Man, I really badly want to eat at Topolino's. I've heard so many good things, and I, I really tried to get a reservation there for my last trip and just couldn't make it happen. But mm-hmm. I, I just have heard so many good things about Topolino's, and I, I'm all in favor always of a rooftop dining experience. So, oh, let's see here. Oh, what they, else we got? They just ruined the okay. What did they ruin? What, what, what are you talking about? So Okay. Uh, uh, Kona Island, Polynesian Resort. They have a Stitch and Angel oh, date okay. night, which that in and, in and of itself is very cute. Cause, um, so Angel is but the, they're just like basic cupcakes. Well, though. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it, but yeah, you start reading it, it. You know, it's a pair of vanilla cupcakes, one with chocolate or, or yeah, one with chocolate and one with peanut butter mousse filling. So they're actually they're The filling on them is interesting, but then. And then the, it says the other one is peanut butter mousse with a jelly filling. That, ugh, no. It's peanut butter and jelly. What? No. no. It's, it's peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, no, I don't eat peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I mean, I don't really either, but I don't dislike but, the flavor. Th- but then this becomes like a, a, a terrible roulette thing where you've got two cupcakes and one of them is good and the other one is yeah, awful. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not Valentine's that's Day to me, but there's some good looking stuff at emirates i mean there's always good looking stuff at yeah emirates, let's be honest but i mean they, they never have bad looking stuff but like this beauty and the beast cake looks pretty good um so almond almond chiffon uh cherry jam cream cheese filling red wine dark chocolate mousse white chocolate pretzels and a red wine simple syrup hmm. that's that's pretty that's pretty good cake there interesting i mean that sounds good yeah now I'm sure. again visually you know they, they've got a very nice molded thing on the front with the silhouette of beauty and the beast but yeah i don't know if i would eat it <laughs> yeah what about the s'more that's going on over here a strawberry s'more uh strawberry s'more oh yeah it's right next to the uh the, yeah 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 i see it uh, mm-hmm. the uh, pinata that they the the one that you know that you can which i like i told you i did it and it was a lot of fun to just smash something with a giant mallet mm-hmm. i actually kept the mallet because it's like a really nice mallet i have no idea what i'll ever use it for but i still have it if you run into like, another chocolate ball, you'll be ready. Yeah, but you would think, though, if I buy another chocolate ball, that they would provide the mallet then. Or, but it, or is it one of those things where I show up and I'm like, already prepared? Yeah, like, yeah. if you run into <laughs> one in the wild, you'll you'll be ready for it. I do keep it on me at all times. <laughs> I, I have a holster on my belt. So I just yeah. keep it there for any mallet-related emergencies. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. man I, I mean I, damon had the right idea going to bed it's yeah, <laughs> yeah get, doing this late at night we do get a little punchy for sure we do get a little punchy yeah i mean it's not even that late at night like it's but yeah it's we we get a little punchy. Yeah, it's, it's later for you guys than it is for me but yeah it's uh yeah it, it's true it happens it happens uh what about 
I'm just going down a little bit further here. What about this uh, red looking Dole Whip they got going on here? The, the uh, Valentine's Day. Um, these are it's a Dole Whip strawberry, which Dole Whip strawberry, which yeah. I, I feel like I don't remember if they've had in the past, but probably. I don't know, but they have one that's a float with sparkling red wine, mm-hmm. a Dole Whip strawberry, and a chocolate covered strawberry on top. All right, yeah, I'd, I don't drink wine, but you know, yeah, I'd, I'd try it. <laughs> and then, um, the the Valentine's Day red velvet cone, like they put chocolate and strawberry Dole Whip together, or chocolate soft serve with Dole Whip strawberry. <laughs> uh, you just hate you just hate the fruit combination. I don't. I don't like it, it's. <laughs> Like to me, I don't know. Like, like fruit is fruit. I, I just like, I keep it in one compartment, and then chocolate is like dessert or like. Okay, it's fair. I don't. Fair. I don't want fruit for dessert. All right. Well, how about this chocolate liege waffle from uh, Connections, the place that you ate at? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah that's good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I've with heard that. the liege waffles there are very good. So, did you have one when you were there? Did you have one of the waffles or no? Uh. No, we didn't actually get the waffles when we were there. Oh. Now that I think about it, we were we were busy trying everything else. Like we we had a couple yeah. of meals there, and I never stopped to to look at the dessert stuff at the time. I get that. Yeah. I'm very dessert oriented, right? Like I I like having like a <laughs> something sweet at the end of a meal to like be a palate cleanser for me. You know, right. I, I like dessert. You know, yeah, I, I know. I get it though. Not everybody's a big sweets person, right? So, but I am. I love sweets. Well, I, but I, I guess the way that I look at it is that I there's always something else that we want to go get, like a snack or something like that. And especially in Epcot, like there's like the the um like caramel couche and stuff like that. That oh yeah, um, yeah, you know, you go get like some really good caramel or something like that. So I tend to, I, I know what you mean. Is yeah, you know, sometimes it's nice to sit down and have dessert with the meal. But when I'm when I'm there, I don't think about i don't think about like having dessert with my meal because i know we're gonna go get something else to eat afterwards yeah no yeah no that makes sense what about this what about the red velvet whoopie pie i like a good whoopie pie oh whoopie pies are always good yeah red velvet cake with cream cheese buttercream topped with strawberry buttercream yeah yeah i I eat that that's okay yeah yeah okay all right we got you on that one red velvet white chocolate mousse i and you also always will get me with white chocolate too by the way mm-hmm. uh red velvet white chocolate mousse atop a chocolate cookie um yeah it's basic it's, but i'd eat it it's at holly at that, uh, brown derby yeah that, again that's that, what is it called when they do the like the shiny um oh yeah like, the, like that really um, well-tempered chocolate right like it's yeah yeah i don't i don't know what the what the actual term is yeah. for it but and then right, okay, what is have... is this? Okay, this is a Disney. This is some gray stuff. Yeah, this the, is Disneyland. No, the, Disneyland. This is the love stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's just the gray stuff, and they threw it on a red cookie. They threw it on a neon red cookie. Like holy, that is so red. <laughs> that is red. That is red. Yeah, that food dye is gonna come back later yeah, uh, right. to haunt you. <laughs> so red red shortbread cookie, red velvet cake. So there's velvet cake in there too. Where? And then raspberry cookie and cream mousse and heart sprinkles. So I'm guessing the in, the inner part of that is velvet cake. So, so like it's not just core is a cake. Yeah. Okay. It's like a cone shaped cake. Wow. All right. That's that's all right. You know what? I turn around on this one. I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, and then they went and ruined a perfectly good funnel cake. Why? By putting cookies on it, and and uh, is your problem here the strawberries that's on it? Chocolate strawberry funnel cake, no deal. Yeah, 
Those brownie crumbles out of those. Yeah, we'll we'll take off the chocolate strawberry and give me everything else. All right. Well, what about a strawberry cheesecake pretzel with strawberry and graham cracker dusted cream cheese pretzel? That's see, that is good. That that I will do. It's it's the chocolate. Like I said, when you mix chocolate and strawberry or fruits, no, but it chocolate or strawberry and cream though. When you have cream, yeah, yeah, strawberry strawberry cheesecake is really good. So yeah, 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 strawberry cheesecake pretzel. Yeah, I'm in on that. And then, um, yeah, the strawberry cookies and cream churro, which, you know, we've talked about this before is, you know, I get that they have to keep like doing something to the churros, but sometimes it's like, just leave the churro alone. Leave the churros, leave the churros alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just scrolling down here, going down to uh, Ballast Point Brewing Company and the Tres Leches uh, Rose Water Cake. Yeah. I am a sucker for a Tres Leches cake. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. So I, although the rose milk kind of. You got to be careful with that rose water taste. Like if you go a little too far with it, it, it gets bad. I so I haven't had enough rose water to know what that is or like what you're talking about. Yeah, I've heard. I don't want to feel but... like I'm eating a rose though. Like you know, I don't want to feel like I'm actually eating a rose. I just want like the the essence of it. You know, like <laughs> okay. Hmm. All right, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> just, I, I, is... There's a lot left on here, man. I just what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> this red velvet cake shake <laughs> they just they're not even trying anymore they just throw a big slice of red velvet There's, cake on the top yeah, of it. it's just like a milkshake with a big slab of cake Dude, on that's the a top. thing now though like that's, that's a thing that people that they do like you know that's, hey. it's it's that is a shake that is literally not meant to be eaten correctly it is only meant to be taken a picture taken you know with a picture and put on social media that is like it, yeah the only reason they have it because because that will fall over in a second for starters yeah sure yeah. <laughs> like it's not like you're walking around with your milkshake in downtown disney like mm, but, you know i'm gonna eat this yeah. piece of cake off the top of my milkshake like oh <laughs> i'm i'm just scrolling down here to just go and go into yeah. you know because we there's a lot of these left and i i think but, we should wrap this and, one and, up and just you know the back to my point earlier you know the faster that i'm scrolling through this i'm like you can't even tell what's what because it's it's yeah. just like here's here's a red something. Here's more, you know, okay, I get Valentine's Day. Thank you. Like the original people. <laughs> I think there's some creative stuff in here. I didn't but, say it wasn't you know, creative, listen- but they're they're not being yeah. original. There's a difference. Oh god, that what is the sandwich covered in cheese that I'm looking at? Oh my god. <laughs> it's like oh, an this- inside out grilled cheese. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I must eat it. Um Oh my gosh! Yeah, is that I don't the even Croc Monsieur? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Wow, that looks delicious. This is only for the Sweethearts Night, though. That that one little event that they're doing over at uh, Disneyland. So, yeah, that's- all right. I don't really see anything else on here that I want, especially this uh, this this fish that still has the eyes in it uh, over at Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'll pass. I don't. I don't want to hold. Uh, on a plate with uh with still with the you know with the fins still attached to it I, I'm, I'm good thanks <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah all right let's uh okay do we want to finish up with this uh rumor yeah let's finish up yeah yeah let's... okay so uh so there's a rumor out there and and we're again gonna credit this to uh wdwnt which you know has a mixed record with with rumors but Based on the information they put out there, I kind of believe this rumor, right? So mm-hmm. there is a casting call that is posted on the Disney Auditions website for a new show coming to the Hyperion Theater at Disney California Adventure, which has been vacant since uh, since COVID. 
Yep. Uh, so there, w- there was Frozen there, and then it just never reopened, I guess, right? With with the parks reopening. Right? Were you going to say something, Trevor? Sorry. Uh, no, I was getting a drink, but... Um... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's the thing you can do, too. I, I was um... trying to, you know, not do that while, you know... Or, you know, I was trying to mute myself and be courteous, but... My bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just did the same thing. I went and got a drink while you were going through that. Uh, so, anyway... Uh, so this was uh, the Frozen had closed there uh, during the pandemic, and it has been closed since. Um, so now the rumor is that they're going to do a live adaptation of Hercules, mm-hmm. uh, which I-, I think is a really great idea, actually. Oh, easy. Because if you think about, yeah, because if you think about Hercules, it's funny, and I talk to my wife about this all the time. It's like Disney's like literally incapable of making a nighttime show without including go the distance right mm-hmm. <laughs> like every single one that they put out has it in there like i, I we were just watching the new disneyland one right because we wanted to see what that one looks like and it's in there too like it's in every single one that they do right so even though that movie was not super popular it has a lot of great music in it oh. and i feel like it lends itself to one of these stage shows right was it i feel it was popular enough yeah, I mean, but it wasn't like it wasn't Beauty and the Beast, right? Like okay. it wasn't All right, fair. Lion okay, King. It wasn't yeah. Little Mermaid. It was. It's it's still you know it's still up there. It, it, and yeah, I mean, it is. The soundtrack but was pretty amazing. So yeah, the soundtrack was great. I mean, it's you know, it, it's it, it. Yeah, the soundtrack is great. So I I like this idea. But basically, you know, the the way that they're you know coming to this conclusion is is based on the uh, the way that the. Um, that the that the roles are posted right mm-hmm. so like the description of the roles sound very much like they uh like they match to like a lot of the characters in hercules so i i could see this happening i really could mm-hmm. and uh, by the, by the way i don't know if you've watched this yet this this is not really related but that encanto live stage show thing that they did that they put on disney plus is absolutely fantastic i i heard that and i just i never got around to watching it um, my daughter's obsessed with it so i've watched it 20 times okay um, <laughs> but it's really good and every time i watch it i think to myself i'm like that's the next show that they're going to bring to broadway right like because that show the music on that show was so i mean that movie was so popular mm-hmm. like so popular even i also saw something where it was like the top streamed things of 2022 and like Encanto blew everything else out of out of the water like by like a lot just people rewatching Still. it yeah in 2022 still Mm -hmm. that popular so like i would be surprised if you don't see more in the parks and also that show just lends its i mean that movie just lends itself to a broadway show like you could just see it happening especially with the production value they put into this 45 minute you know thing that they threw on disney plus so right not really related but yeah check it out one of these days if you if you like Encanto, it's really really good okay yeah anyway but so but, so back to Hercules. So yeah, back I, to Hercules. I know you were talking about how Frozen was in the Hyperion Theater, but yeah, um, before that was Aladdin in oh yeah, Hyperion, yeah. which um, that was that ran for a pretty long time. It was like it was a fantastic show. So okay. so and, and you know it's um, I can see Hercules being played out the same way. The, the interesting thing about these live stage shows and particularly Aladdin was that the genie in Aladdin got a lot of freedom because he could basically break the fourth wall whenever he wanted. Right. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it made for, it made it that, you know, going back and rewatching the show and, and because like I'd, I'd seen it and then I've seen like, you know, various videos of it online where, you know, you know, 
um, Genie was making jokes along the way that were like, you know, relevant at the time, or, you know, he was, he was commenting on, you know, something that happened, you know, whatever. So it kept the show interesting and it kept, you know, you know and that's where these stage shows get their longevity from, I feel is that, you know, if, you know, especially for a Disney show, it's like, you know, do you really want to waste or not waste your time, but do you really want to use your time there sitting down to watch uh, a stage show? Right. Like, like that, you know, it's a, it's yeah. a pretty big investment in time if you think about it. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, something like Hercules, I feel, um, you know, Hercules didn't do it quite to the same level that Aladdin did with fourth wall breaking, but I feel it has the same potential. Like the, the, the way that especially the, with like Hades, right? Yeah. Like Hades like looks at the camera and and, and like, the know. um the fates. Yeah, it was it was the Yeah, the fates, yeah. yeah. Like they, they were kind of talking to the audience a lot of the times, right? So yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, I feel like I feel like Hercules as a show would be great in the Hyperion theater. Like it it, it definitely lines up with what I f- or how I feel the Hyperion's been successful in the past. Um so I, th- this is actually a rumor that I hope comes true. Like, like you said, you know, reading through this, it seems like they're like a lot of the descriptions are kind of lining up for, you know, oh yeah, th- you know, this does seem like a Hercules type cast that they're leaning towards. Well, yeah. So yeah. the first role, it says three mm-hmm. female roles, 20s to 50s, uh, proficient with harmonization and ability to sing many styles from Destiny Childs and Andrew Sisters. Uh, performers are fun energetic musical sisterhood that acts as an occasional greek chorus like yeah i mean that feels like the fate yep. <laughs> right? yeah like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah i mean and then uh female 20s to 30s brave res- resourceful intelligent must have strong english english accent i mean meg right mm-hmm. so and then you know young man coming into uh, male 17 to 20 young man coming into his greatness uh hercules of course right yeah so a uh, male identify a uh, male uh, 30s to 40s decisive capable principled has a wry sense of humor leads others with attitude and swagger you know Hades right mm-hmm. <laughs> so and then uh and this one this one is a uh, 20s to 30s um baritone tenor noble loyal idealistic romantic do-gooder who does not give up easily would that be like um what's his name um are you thinking of Phil yeah, I, that's what what I was thinking. That that to me more leans to older because there's going to be uh, like a younger Hercules and an older Hercules. Oh yeah, that, that right? yeah. So you're saying that could be the older Hercules? Yeah. Okay, it could be. Yeah. I mean, because he's a do gooder, doesn't give up. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. So I mean, these these do seem to fall into that. I don't know what else this would be, right? Like. Yeah. It totally. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I, I I would be really surprised if like after all these descriptions and again, you know, be, keep in mind that this is a rumor, but after all of this, that it was like it took a total left field and was like Encanto, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, right. yeah like, exactly. Uh, okay, but but I like, guess you how know did that Di- happen? Wait. <laughs> Disney's yeah. also good at lying about things, right? That's true. You know, they they, true. they will misdirect. Direction. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, this could have been bait for all we know. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. It just feels like the the whole Greek chorus thing just makes it feel really obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like even forget the rest of the roles. Just that first one just feels yeah. very much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Greek. What other Greek chorus do you know of? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, shall we wrap this up? Yeah, let, let's uh, let's call it there. It's getting late. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It is. It's getting late. Yeah. All right. So uh, as usual, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Send us your trip reports, uh, you know, ask us questions. Just, you know, we love hearing from you guys because uh, it's, it's nice to to hear from our listeners. Uh, in the same vein, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, for uh, a lot of great discussion. And um, you can get to know some of the other listeners that we do talk about on the show, you know, people that put in great uh questions and some of our our group experts and whatnot so and the um, memes yeah yeah the memes are are always are always good in there uh, i love love seeing that stuff like you know through the beginning of the week it always uh i i will admit so, sometimes i'll see a meme and, and i don't get it at first because i actually forget what we <laughs> talked about and it's like i do too what is, what does this mean and then i read it and then i'm like oh right that part in the show so, so i i do appreciate it because it makes me laugh um you know the the memes always make me laugh just because either it, it's something crazy or you know somebody you know somebody listening to the show really gets the sense of humor so so you know and, and they're very clever they, yeah. they get very clever with some of these too mm-hmm. um i i also do want to acknowledge too i've noticed a lot of people posting in the group lately that are not the standard people like there there's seem to be a lot of newer people in the group that are starting to post a lot and i do want to acknowledge by the way too that uh ivy has tried to get a question in the show two weeks in a row and we have not read them and it was nothing against your questions ivy we just have not gotten to them so i promise you we will get one of your questions on next week so (laughs) i just want to let you know that we appreciate all the questions and anybody who posts a question we do just because we don't do it doesn't mean we don't like the question so yeah. Don't, yeah. Questions, don't give up on us <laughs> questions do actually get carried over sometimes because we, we don't yeah. we can't answer all the questions and still do the rest of the episode so yeah uh, just wanted to put that out there because ivy was was adding those in and i appreciate it so yeah exactly continue sorry so, yeah so um outside of facebook um you can also follow us on youtube as welcome home podcast and instagram as welcome home picks uh for any time we do live shows or go to the parks and if you want to help support the show, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our different merchandise that we have available. Uh, you know, lot, lots of good stuff there. You know, if you're looking for shirts for your next trip, uh, you know, those are always cool. We've had some of our listeners post pictures of them wearing their shirts in the parks, which, you know, is still still awesome to me that we've somehow had that happen. Like, I, I can say that. <laughs> that, that yeah, yeah. That, that I know. People do that. So. You know, if you want to support the show, that's that's always appreciated. Um, in the same vein, all of this is still very weird to all of us. It is, yeah. Everyone it, know it, here, yeah. like the three of us, none of us have a big head about this thing. It's all very strange to us that a single person wants to listen to this. Yeah, so. yeah, and and in the same vein, you know, we we set up a Patreon for uh, you know people to support the show as well, and you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check that out because we we gave some exclusive merchandise to Patreon that you can't get on the regular store and it'll also get you access to our Discord server which is yet another place that we have some really great fans and we have some great uh discussions that go back and forth through the weeks so um yeah so you know please please consider checking us out if you uh if that is interesting to you and last but not least, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave us that five star review that uh, um, will help us, you know, fi- will help us get to more people. 
Um, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure someone <laughs> yeah. has left uh, a review that uh, you want to read, Tom, or there's. I do. Uh, I have one. I, we've right. gotten a lot of reviews lately. It's a new year, new reviews. Right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so i listen we've we've got a, i actually have a couple i have a couple that popped up here so we've got davy davy uh in the title this is you ups or fan okay just discovered the show and been listening to the back catalog and i can say there's at least one ups driver who listens to the show at work so first of all welcome thanks for mm-hmm. thanks for for listening and uh thank you for leaving a review and uh you know that's very cool my my uncle was a ups driver so i i have a soft spot for ups drivers so <laughs> so it's cool that you're you're out there delivering packages and, and listening to us so thank you david yeah. yes. uh and then i've got good sorry no just keep going I'm, I'm actually just i'm looking through these now as well <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a lot. i got my favorite dvc podcast from uh normita mm-hmm. okay this is one of my favorite podcast groups. I've been listening for a while, and these guys are so entertaining and knowledgeable when it comes to DVC and Disney theme parks. I love when they get off topic and dream about what Disney will do next. Well, you're going to love this episode because we just went off the, off the rails on this one. Yep. Uh, the thing, the thing the, that comes up with the things they come up with is hilarious, and it makes me think: What if Disney implements one of their ideas? Oh, I, I, could you I imagine if? <laughs> could you imagine yeah. if any of the things we come up with here? Yeah, I mean, you know, that would be ridiculous. So yeah, <laughs> uh, and then I guess the last one I'll do here too is "Welcome Home Podcast Rocks" by uh, Mary and Chaz. Okay, these podcasts podcasts are fantastic. The guys tell it like it is always. I appreciate their honesty, insights, and humor. They know how to make all the listeners feel like uh, one, uh, like a part of one big Welcome Home Podcast family. Each host brings their own special talents and views. Love it. I like that one a lot because we mm-hmm. do try to make everybody feel like everybody that listens to the show a part of what we do. So, um, yeah, so this is great. I, I love all these recent reviews. So I, I don't love this four star review for no reason. But, you know, <laughs> we talked about that one last week. Yeah. <laughs> and as Damon said, that one is on me. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I just, so, uh, either one or five. So here's a four. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, <laughs> at least they didn't do I regret- a three. I mean, no, that that's true. Yeah. That, or a two even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could have done a two or three or four and you chose a four and I appreciate that, but I still wish it was a five. But, you know, anyway, <laughs> thank you for the re- reviews. We really appreciate them. Please keep them coming. We will keep reading them if you keep putting them out there, okay? Because we, yep. we, we do like reading them. We do. It does make us happy to see them. So, uh, you know, keep keep sending them in and we will keep reading them. So, And then also, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find uh, podcasts. You can find us. It's becoming now that everybody's listening to us on Spotify, which is a really interesting change. Uh, But, you know, definitely uh, Spotify is becoming a huge place. So Spotify is the best. Yeah, there you go. It's my favorite Just platform. Our, <laughs> we need to get them to sponsor us now. Uh, yeah, they, right. No, they don't want to do that. Yeah, we're not big enough for that. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. A huge thank you, as always, to DVC Resale Market and World of DVC for sponsoring this episode and for finally sending hats to Damon. Although the hats are with me i have to get them to damon we are going
going to give Derek a hard time about this in the next few weeks when he's on the show. So please tune in for that because it's going to be fun. Yep. Uh, join oh, us next- yeah, it's going to be a good time, right? <laughs> uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awol, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Do a huddle when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.